Oh, how I've missed talking to you for the last couple of weeks. What's up? Welcome into a new episode of the My Life as Luke podcast. I'm Luke Kelly. Please rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast at. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Radio Luke Kelly. Things have been tremendously busy from me. I've been trying to get so much done because busy season is almost here for me at work, and I'll tell you why I was so busy over the last couple of weeks. One, I'm trying to get as much stuff done at the house before the busy season begins, and all of the stuff that I've had to do has been outside, and it's been very nice in Louisville. For like the last couple of weeks, we've been in the 70s, some 80s days. It's been wonderful. Been mowing the yard. Yes, I finally got to mow the yard. Bought a lawnmower. Did that. The grass looked great. But guess what? I have to do that again. Um, was picking up sticks, dog poop, trying to make the landscaping look pretty nice. So I had that going on. That was one thing. The other thing that was going on was my nephew was here. My nephew came to spend part of his spring break with me and Nora and I was so honored that he chose to come and hang out with us for a few days during his spring break because he had the opportunity to go down to Florida. And he chose coming over to my house than going to Florida. That kid is going to have a big regret later in life because he's going to tell himself, man, I really missed out on an opportunity to go to Florida than to go to Uncle Luke's and just sit and watch wrestling and play baseball all the time. Man, I could have been sitting in a beach chair catching some rays, but no, I was dumb. I thought it would be a cool idea to go hang out with my aunt and uncle. We did a little bit more than just play catch and watch wrestling and stuff. We we took my nephew to a museum, the Science Center. He was able to interact with a whole bunch of cool science stuff, and he is a big math and science kid, so he was very interested in all of that stuff. But my nephew was also here on Easter weekend, and that was a stressful, stressful time for Nora and I because we had to play the role of the Easter Bunny this year. First time we ever had to do this, my uh, sister-in-law kind of gave us some instructions on what we had to do. And it, it's pretty easy, right? Don't have to overthink anything. Just place the eggs out anywhere. But we had so many damn eggs for my nephew that we were running out of places to hide the eggs outside. So we had to scatter them throughout the house too. We were still finding eggs later in the day. Like, we were playing catch outside on Easter Sunday, and I saw an egg on top of the grill. Like, my nephew walked past it several times and never saw this egg on the grill. I wanted to take the egg and throw it at him for missing it. That's what I should have done. But I was being a nice uncle, and he got all this candy. He got uh, some, some coins, as he says, which are just pennies, quarters, and stuff like that. And uh, so he was super excited. He also got a WWE card game to play. We broke that out and played the WWE Royal Rumble card game. Um, that was very frustrating to learn how to play. But once we figured it out, it was a lot of fun. But like I said, very frustrating, almost to the point where I'm like, Davis, you got to ask your parents to play this with you for the first time because this is getting to be way over my head. Like, I wanted to just pick up all the cards, and throw them in the trash. But I had to remember, not my game, it's my nephew's, and he got it from the Easter Bunny. But what else happened on Easter? Um, something that really pissed me off for like the full week, because Nora and I 
knew that we were going to have Davis in, so we wanted to make a nice little Easter meal. We bought a ham. We bought some potatoes so we can make mashed potatoes, some fresh green green beans. We were going to do it upright, right? Kid was spending a couple of days with us, spending a holiday away from his family, so we really wanted to make it something special for him. And it was. It was a great dinner. Fantastic. And when we were downstairs playing that WWE Royal Rumble card game, uh, our dog was upstairs. I heard a big thud come from the upstairs. I'm like, what the hell? What 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 is that? Race upstairs. And um, my dog took off the leftover ham, which was quite a bit of ham, off the counter and ate it. Good thing there was no bone in there. She ate it so fast, too, because I heard the thud. And by the time that I ran upstairs, that whole ham was gone. Gone. Whatever was left over. I shouldn't say whole ham. Whatever was left over, completely gone. She looked at me and she was like, yeah, it was good. And then I gave her one of those, what the hell? What were you doing? Like screaming at her. And then she hung her head down. But man, what made it worse too, it was like insult to injury, right? Pouring salt onto the wound was she would wake me up in the middle of the night on Sunday going into Monday because she had to go to the bathroom. She had all that ham. She had the poops. She had the shits. Drinking water constantly because I think it was too much sodium. So she had to pee and poop the whole night. Like, ah, why? Why did you have to do this? The reason why I was so pissed off too is because Nora and I were planning on having that ham for leftovers. We did not get any leftovers. Zero ham. So we had to like scrounge to make stuff for lunch. It was like we had our whole week revolved lunch-wise around our ham. Like we're going to make ham sandwiches. We're going to have ham cut up in like ham and beans. Like we were going to do a lot of different things so that way we could utilize that ham. But nope, we ended up doing like just quesadillas, leftovers, which the leftovers were good. They were fine, but... Still wasn't the ham that we wanted, right? You don't have ham all the time. And when you make a big ham like that, you want to enjoy the leftovers. At least I do. Maybe next year, I'll have some ham leftover from Easter because I'm going to have my dog outside all Easter Sunday. I don't care if it's raining. I take that back. I do. Because then I'll have to give her a bath because she would smell like a dog. But I'm telling you, next year, if she does that, mm, I'm going to be so mad. So mad, and I hope the weather is nice next year. It's been super nice here in Louisville lately. Like, I'm talking 80s. There is like four days in a row when we're in the upper 70s into low 80s, and it was great for like the last couple of weeks. And this weekend, we were supposed to have great weather. And then like on Thursday, the weatherman, the weather people, I should say weather people because uh, there are a lot of female meteorologists out there but they're like, oh, rain's going to come move, move in on Saturday. Oh, great. I got more stuff to do outside. I have a lot more stuff to do outside. Now I can't do any of that because it's supposed to rain. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll do it on Sunday. Forecast all week. No rain on Sunday. Just going to get a lot of rain on Saturday. And then on Saturday, it's like, oh, no, we're going to get more rain on Sunday. We have like a final little system that's moving through. I'm like, damn it. Damn it. I need to get this stuff done. I don't want to do it during the week. Got a big week coming up. I just need nice weather every single weekend. 
It could be it could be the shittiest week of weather. But the weekend, give me nice weather. I have stuff to do. I'm becoming an old man. I enjoy working out in the yard. I enjoy it. I went to the outlet mall over the weekend. I should have picked up some Grill Master 3000s because that would have made me feel like even more of an adult and more accomplished that I'm getting stuff done outside. But I'm telling you, I got so much to do. I, I And the reason why, the big reason why I got so much to do on the outside is because I've been watching TV shows and they're like, oh man, for just a couple of bucks, you could do this. And like a couple bucks, they mean like thousands of dollars. And I'm trying to YouTube stuff to try and make it even cheaper for me to do. But man, I, I can't wait to get a couple of things done. There's a, a few big projects that I have in the outside. I need to uh, put some soil down, put some mulch down. I need to uh, make a little nice garden, you know, maybe some edge stones or maybe some of those like uh, wooden beams kind of spruce up the front yard a little bit. I got my eye on a few things. I keep looking on different websites and stuff like that. I'm, you know, I'm going to get this home ownership stuff done. Not like done, but I'm going to get it down here within the next couple of years, okay? I'm going to start with the outside, and then the inside, I'm going to start learning how to do stuff too. Because I feel like the older that you get, the more that you realize that you want to... Um, that you really want to start doing more on your own and not paying anybody else to do it. I think. So we'll see. We'll see about that. But uh, that's the reason why in um, that big, long story, that's the reason why I haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks. Been busy doing stuff outside. Been busy entertaining my nephew. But I tell you what. I tell you what. I've also been busy, too, by watching sports. I love baseball. Baseball season just started up, so I wanted to watch the Cubs. And man, watching the Cubs is super frustrating. They don't hit the damn ball, but then they'll win. And then they won't get, they'll, they'll get like three hits in a total of like four games. And it's just like, what are we doing? What are you doing? What are you doing at the plate? And then the next game, they'll go out and get like six hits, but they're all, they're all dingers. And then they win like six to what? It's frustrating to watch, but I love watching all baseball. So I'll put on MLB.tv. I'll put on ESPN, MLB Network, and just watch a random game. It, it is so much fun to watch baseball at the beginning of the season and at the end of the season. But by the time you get to the middle of the season, you're like, nah, it's all right. I don't need to watch it anymore. But I, I also enjoy listening to baseball. So when I'm outside doing all those things that I told you that I need to do, I'll bring a speaker outside or put in my Bluetooth headphones and listen to baseball games because I think that's the best way to consume baseball games is by the radio. It's always a great picture that is painted by the play-by-play people. I always say baseball play-by-play broadcasters are super good, super skilled, super talented at what they do because they have to really over-describe what's going on. They do a fantastic job of it. Not only was there baseball... But this past weekend, Masters weekend. This is a one golf tournament that I always get like really, really amped for. The green jacket. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? And by the way, I'm recording this on Master Sunday, the final day. So I don't know who's won yet. I can't tell you who has won yet. 
but I enjoy watching people play. I have ESPN Plus, and one nice thing that they do, they have like featured groups, they have featured holes, so you could watch like four, five, six, you could watch a featured group, and just kind of go around Augusta National and watch different players, and it's amazing. I love doing that stuff. It's like uh, the red zone, but for golf. And more tournaments should have that sort of coverage. Actually, every single major should have that sort of coverage. So CBS, NBC, you need to get together with that on your app and be able to put that out there because it is so entertaining. I love it. I mean, I love golf, and I'm just getting into watching golf like I used to hate watching golf. I would only watch golf on Sundays, and I would take a nap during the middle of the round and like wake up when there is a few holes left to play and things were getting interesting. That's what I used to do. Now, I find it relaxing. I find it relaxing to throw on, watch a few holes on a Saturday, on a Sunday, even on a Thursday. If I'm working from home and there's golf on, I'll turn it on and I'll work and watch golf at the same time. It's fantastic. I don't know who I'm becoming watching golf. Probably my dad. My dad is a big-time fan of watching golf, and so are my brothers. So maybe that's the reason why I love watching golf so much is so I have something to talk to them about. We could uh, talk about our favorite golfers, some of the golfers that we don't like, but uh, there's nothing like having those conversations about the Masters because it's such a beautiful course, challenging, and it's just so historic. When you talk about golf, everybody always mentions the Masters, uh, the British Open, the U.S. Open. Like There's those tournaments that you always hear so much about and the Masters is the golf tournament, if you ask me. That's the golf tournament. It's the first major of the year. So there's a lot of hype around it. A lot, a lot of hype around it. And also, this past weekend, it was WrestleMania weekend. I am a big wrestling fan. You know this. WrestleMania was a two-night event again this year. I love this new format. And the reason why they're doing it this way, because restrictions... Of course, you can only have so many people inside of the stadium. I think the WWE tweeted out that they had about 25,000 or 24,000 in attendance for night one, and I bet you that will be similar for night two. And night one was so good. It was kind of a bummer that it started out on a rain delay. That was that like the juice was kind of sucked out there that you had to wait an extra like 10, 15 minutes. But it was entertaining. I didn't think it was going to be entertaining, but... The WWE does live TV better than anybody out there. They gave the microphone to some big stars. They cut some promos that you could tell were unscripted, and they were fantastic. It really set the mood for night one of WrestleMania. It was kind of cool to see that, to be honest with you. It was kind of nice to see those men and women tell their side of the story, what WrestleMania means to them, what a win at the grandest stage of them all would do for their career, like it was next level. At some points, kind of emotional. Vince McMahon started off the pay-per-view. He came out and welcomed the fans back to the stadium. And then they would show the wrestlers on the stage with the crowd going nuts, and they're crying. It, it, it's an, it was an emotional moment. Who thinks or who would have thunk that wrestling could be so emotional? It was Rhea Ripley was bawling her eyes out, and she's supposed to be a bad person. 
I don't know if you watched WrestleMania or not, but there was a lot of a lot of people that were just so in awe of being back in in front of fans. It didn't matter if they were a good or a bad guy. They didn't they didn't care. They let their emotions overtake them, which great. That's what it should be. When you do something based off of emotions, it's so much better. So much better. And I think the wrestlers really let that show at night one of WrestleMania. They were doing it for the audience. They were doing it because their career is like all coming together. They feel the passion and they want to deliver. Night one was great. There was a lot of good matches on night one. I was highly entertained. I knew that there there was going to be so many good matches on night one. And I think night two, there's a lot of great matches too. But man, I have to say this. Seth Rollins, Cesaro, I could watch that feud for another 10 years. Same thing. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Fantastic main event. I loved that one so much. Instant classic from those two. Did a great job telling a story. Every move made sense. Every move. I loved it so, so much. Those two can take the women's division to the next level. Where the women's division is at right now with the superstars that they have, Sasha, Bailey, Bianca, uh, Asuka, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, the list goes on and on. Becky Lynch hasn't even come back yet. Miss that whole thing. Miss that. There's so many good women in, in this company, and they're going to steal the show for years to come. And you know what? It's not going to become one of those things where like, oh, wow, I'm s-. No. It's going to be, yeah, we all knew that. I don't know why you didn't know that, but it was fantastic. I loved watching WrestleMania. So night two, I'm super excited about it. Got some Portillo's, got some Lumel Nadis. I live in Louisville, don't have either of those places, but my brother sent me a Taste of Chicago box for my birthday, and he did a double dose. He did a double order of Italian beef and pizza for me. So we had... The first order on Super Bowl Sunday, and we kept that beef and that pizza nice and frozen inside of our deep freezer for WrestleMania. That's what we did it. We bring out the big guns for the big events. And by the big guns, I mean Lou Malnati's and Portillo's. That's what I mean by that. If you're from Chicago, you know those places. You're going to be like, yep, Luke, you're absolutely right. Those, Those are game changers right now. And you know what? I don't care if I have to stay up super late for night two of WrestleMania. I really don't. I'm busy at work right now, but I don't care. Like, this is the busy season for me now at work. Um, This Saturday starts off the road to the Kentucky Derby. Um, We have something in Louisville called the Kentucky Derby Festival. It's two weeks. Yes, two weeks pretty much of partying. Obviously, this year... You can't really do that. There's going to be some events that they have that are going to be done differently. Like Saturday is something that we call Thunder Over Louisville. There's an air show during the day, so you'll have a bunch of old fighter uh, planes up there. You'll have different... I, I mean, it's an amazing air show of different airplanes up in the air. And then the fireworks show is usually about 30 minutes long to cap off the night. And it is the best fireworks show in the country for sure. If you love fireworks, you need to find out when Thunder Over Louisville is next year 
And if everything's back open 100%, get to Louisville and take it in. You'll be in awe of how great it is. One of the best things ever. And I'm not over-delivering on that. It is fantastic. One of the best experiences that you will be talking about forever. So that is going to be done differently this year. Usually that is done at the waterfront here in Louisville, but this year they have to do something a little bit different where they are going to have the waterfront completely closed and they're going to be doing fireworks throughout the city of Louisville so that way every single community gets their thunder. I'm amped up for it just because we get it this year. Last year, it was sad. We didn't get it. This year, we get it. It scaled back a little bit, but guess what? We're still getting a taste of it, and that's all I want. We're getting signs of normalcy coming back. I mean, the Derby is coming up first Saturday in May. I believe it is May 1st this year. I have the small chance of going. I found out that the company is going to be sending some people to the Kentucky Derby. I might be one of those people. I might not. If I am one of those people, man, I'm going to cherish that moment. I really am going to take it all in. Be like, man, I am so honored to be here today. I'm looking forward to the Derby. I've always loved horse racing, so being able to be inside of Churchill Downs for the Derby, next level stuff. I can't wait. Can't wait for that. So hopefully I find out soon if I'm going there. But along with the Kentucky Derby Festival uh, and the Derby, there's usually like a whole bunch of different festivals that are going on daily throughout Louisville, and they can't do them this year. They can't do them because of COVID. They usually have like Bourbonville, Wineville, uh, or wine, I forget what they call their wine day thing. It's like wine down or whatever it is. But a lot of people always go to that too. There's uh, the great bed races, which are going to be done this year, and they're going to be done differently uh, to apply or to adhere to guidelines from the CDC. So things are going to be different. But like I said, it's a start. We're getting closer to being back to normal. Hell, I'm getting my second dose of my coronavirus vaccine. You know you know how they say two weeks after your second dose, you're fully vaccinated? I'll be at 90%. My 90% fully vaccinated ass will be the week of the Derby. So I really hope I get to go to the Derby. It's just like, oh man, if I get to go to the Derby, I'll be fully vaccinated. I'll still wear my mask. I don't care. But uh, we're just getting closer. A lot more people are taking the vaccine than I think originally the the leaders of the country had thought. So that's a good thing. That's that is a good thing. If you don't want to get the 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 shot, you don't want to get the vaccine, that is totally up to you. You do your life, but just make sure you're good about uh interacting with other people if you don't have the vaccine. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, that's going to do it this week for the podcast. I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of stuff to talk about next week regarding Thunder, tell you how awesome that was, and probably recap night two of WrestleMania. And uh, I bet you there's a lot of other stuff that's going on too. So uh, you can count on me waiting for you right here next week on the My Life as Luke podcast.